Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. A lot of us equate working inside with greater comfort and safety than working outside. But that's not always the case. In San Diego today, California workplace health and safety regulators are holding a public hearing on a proposed rule to prevent heat-related illness in indoor spaces. With more, here's KQED labor correspondent Farida Javala-Romero. The hearing comes years after a state law required Kalosha to adopt a rule to minimize heat-related injuries and illnesses. Under the proposal, employers would be required to provide fresh water and cool-down areas when the temperature hits 82 degrees. At 87, they would have to take steps to lower the temperature of the workspace. Amazon warehouse worker Ana Ortega in San Bernardino says she wants to avoid dizziness and headaches like she's experienced in the past. It's probably one of my biggest concerns, um, especially with the summer coming up. I want to make sure that I'm safe and that like, I'm going to get home the same way I left, you know, after a work shift. Business groups like the California Chamber of Commerce warn small businesses especially may not be able to afford the proposed mandates. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala-Romero. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Residents in the small farm worker community of Planada in Merced County may soon see state funding after Governor Gavin Newsom proposed $290 million in new money to support flood preparedness, response, and recovery. This comes as a study out this month by the UC Merced Community and Labor Center found that 83% of households in Planada faced at least one form of economic loss from flooding earlier this year. Ingrid Brostrom is the Director of Climate and Jobs at the center. She says people's loss of income is having a ripple effect. Many of them were facing eviction. People were without vehicles, which again is another way of, of preventing them from employment. And then there's going to be a lot of uh, future losses as well because so many people didn't have either flood insurance or the or the federal 
aid. Of the households that were surveyed for federal assistance, researchers found the average cost of repair was upwards of $30,000. It's not clear how much of Newsom's proposed funding will go to Planada specifically, but it's estimated that the community needs at least $20 million to recover. Rivers in California are flowing fast and wide this year as record snowpacks in the mountains melt. As we just reported, all that water has created flood damage and worries about more to come. But one industry is thriving after years of drought and shrinking rivers, whitewater rafting. From KVPR, Joshua Yeager takes us to the Upper Kern River in the Southern Sierra. Almost as soon as we launch our boat into the river, the directions start coming, and they cascade as swift as the water. Forward, forward! Keep going! Our guide is Miles Curtis. He's been navigating the Kern for decades, which is a good thing because we've got a major rapid right ahead of us, and the water feels like ice even through my wetsuit. Dig it in! Keep going! Yeah, baby! Millions of gallons of white foaming water swirl around us. This rapid is called Powerhouse, named after a century-old hydroelectric plant that towers overhead. After about 45 seconds of adrenaline-pumping paddling, we're through it. So we are having what we call big water year. That's Matt Volpert, who runs Kern River Outfitters here. His shop looks like a stable. Big rafts hang from the ceiling. We talk outside. We've had flows now that are higher than anything we've seen since 1983. The snowpack here in the Southern Sierra is 300% of average. And when that starts melting, we have high water and people love high water. Think of uh, like the best powder day you've ever had. But the high water also brings more risk. Authorities are urging people to be extra safe on surging, freezing rivers. Already this year, several people have been swept away. Volpert says customers have to show that they're fit enough to raft and guides are doing extra training. They have to know, you know, every rock, every every wave, every hole. The potential danger hasn't deterred customers from enjoying the massive flows. In fact, here on the Kern, a big water year means big business. It means we're going to be really busy. So we opened on April 1 and we expect to be running until mid-September. That's months longer than the most recent seasons, if you could even call them that. The Kern was barely a trickle before a dozen plus atmospheric rivers drenched California this winter. Drought conditions have been so severe at times that they forced Volpert to close his business. At one point, he considered quitting for good. We actually talk about it all the time. It's like, man, what are we doing here? It's a question outfitters throughout the West ask with increasing frequency. That's according to Aaron Bannon, director of America Outdoors. He represents 300 whitewater companies nationwide. He says many in California are working hard to adapt to the state's extreme weather whiplash, worsened by human-caused climate change. Some have modified trips when flows are piddly. Maybe you, you know, do two half-day trips instead of one full-day trip. Despite biblical-seeming challenges, the pandemic, wildfires, drought, flooding, Bannon and others say outfitters are a resilient bunch. Forward two! Forward two! Back on the river, we've just gone through another rapid. Our guide Curtis has his fingers crossed that the so-called big melt of the record snowpack doesn't happen too fast and make the river too dangerous. In the meantime, Curtis says rafters should make the most of a banner season. Yep, this is the season to raft. And as high temperatures rise across the Sierra, the high water might be the place to beat the heat. For the California Report, I'm Joshua Yeager on the Upper Kern River.
And that is this edition of the California Report for Thursday, May 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day out there. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at Guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid. And I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!